fucking back we're not canceled this is real life um uh let's get these introductions knocked the fuck out um he nicknamed his dick the monomyth mr rob fortune that is perfect <laughs> how are you jomo mm. you know i you know it's it's a shame i've never seen the monomyth i'm doing well um but it is what the fuck it is, man. I don't, I don't know. It's they call it a monomyth because it's like so large and no one believes it, or is it just because you're leading people on? It's got not going anywhere. What are the, what are we doing? You ever seen the movie Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey, where these all these monkeys are worshiping a big black <laughs> black obelisk? That's exactly what it is. It just has magical powers over people, and then there's it's irresistible. You can't do anything about it. Jesus, well put, well put, sir, well fucking put. <laughs> All right. He told his girl, if you don't eat my ass, you're going to fuck around and find out. Mr. Jack Falcon. What's up, everybody? Got it. <laughs> what what'd you got there, bud? Oh, it's a seltzer. It's a seltzer? Lame. Nice. I'm lame today, yeah. Do you also no, tuck, it, tuck it back on Sundays? What's going on? <laughs> oh, today I am, yeah. And I'll introduce myself. I am Jomo, your resident piece of shit. All right. All right, we got to fuck Mary Kill. Are you guys ready for it? Hang on. Yes, I am. <clears throat> did, did, oh, actually, say the women first. Okay, the women. There's, there's only we're only doing women today. Yeah, well, I mean, just the people. <laughs> why, why are you gay? Why are you gay? <laughs> All right, uh, fuck Mary Kill. We got Allison Hannigan. She was in uh, American Pie, um, some shitty TV show called How I Met Your Mother or How I. <laughs> How I Analed Your Mother, and then she died of cancer. Uh, <laughs> she's from Washington, D.C., which is also where Animals as Leaders is uh, from. We have Nora Jones. Um, she's from Texas. Uh, well, she wasn't born there, but she or- originated out of there. That's where she started her career. That's also where Polyphia comes from. And we have Alicia Verkander, who is from Sweden, where Meshuga is from. Ooh. First of all, all these women like look so wholesome. It's hard yeah. for me to to uh, figure it, figure this one out. But uh, Nora Jones, it's like who who's gonna get killed? Okay, so Allison Hannigan or whatever her name is, she has red hair, so she's getting fucked. But she looks so wholesome. Look how hot. I mean, I don't. She's old now. Back in the day. Uh, oh, and she was also, of course, like the 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 band dork from American Pie. Um, it's between the other two. Who's dying? I'm looking at Nora Jones, and I'm looking at her holding like 15 Grammy Awards, and it's annoying me. So she's fucking dead, and I'm marrying the other. What? I'm gonna marry oh, Allison Hannigan. Um, I I loved her, and how you how I met your mother. I I uh, to me that she's safe and she's marryable for that reason, and she's the one I know the best. I'm going to uh, bang uh, Nora Jones. I know her a little bit. I think when I'm hanging out with my aunt and I, like she she gives me her CD collection. You know those like books of <laughs> discs to pick out something to put into her CD player on yeah. a long car ride to wherever. Uh, I usually put on Nora Jones because it's the, the you know the, the the least uninteresting thing in the collection, and it's it's okay. I don't you know I her music's okay. I like it. 
Um, and the other one I'm killing just because I don't know her as far as I know. I've never seen her in anything. I don't know who she is. So I'm most comfortable murdering her. That's it. Checks out. Solid. Solid choice. Um, I'm going to fuck Alicia Vikander. Um, she, she has fuck me eyes is what I like to call it. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to oblige her by that. Um, definitely. She's, she's got those fuck me eyes. I'm going to marry Nora Jones. I've had a thing for Nora Jones for so fucking long. Um, she she just does it for me. It's it's like this weird thing. She's one of those reserved girls, but you know, like you can coax her into ass to mouth um, <laughs> with, yeah. with with some serious time and mental investment. Uh, it's all in your head. And I'm killing Allison Hannigan because the world needs less gingers. That's all I'm saying. Let's fucking go. <laughs> that got real dark real fast. No, Mo- to, to me, that's always a joke. I mean, it's so absurd. Yeah. To kill someone over hair color, that, like, to me, I know that it's a joke. Whatever. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. All right, all right. What are we doing this week? What what did we yeah. cover? Uh, I I picked uh, four bands uh, like two that, that that came out with albums in 2022. They're all bands that I have listened to uh, throughout the years. Uh, some of which we've done on the podcast already, but like they have a new album out. So like you know. I thought it would be good to do uh, a new album. And I thought, like, you know, we did Lizzo, we did boy bands. I thought it'd be good to go the opposite direction, do something genty metal kind of. Um, so we got an album by Polyphia, or however you pronounce it, Buried Alive, Mashuga, and what was the other one? My favorite, Animals as Leaders. Okay. <sighs> um, so uh, we're... Uh, we want to spin the wheel, I think, but I think mm. there's one that we want to talk to about last. Uh, Jomo, do you, do you want to pick which one we do last? Me? I get the uh, I get the honest pleasure of choosing what we do last. Yes. Oh fuck! I'm we're doing animals as leaders. Fat uh, last man. Fuck. All, All right. right, I'm taking it out of the wheel. All Hang right, okay. we're taking. Perfect. By the way, that wheel is sponsored by Meatspin.com. <laughs> Meatspin.com. If you haven't uh, been to Meatspin.com, go there. If you get your account gets to a thousand, Amazon will send you a fifty dollars gift card. We're gonna match it by sending you a fucking Bronissance gift card, where I have my butthole on the gift card. <laughs> All right. Perfect. It might be Jennifer Lawrence's. I don't know, but it, it, may, it might be mine. <laughs> it's someone's. It's, it's a butthole. It's a <clears throat> hey, a butthole's a butthole. All right, we're spinning the wheel, baby. I forgot this thing makes noise. You spin. um, As a computer scientist, I am working on butthole recognition technology. So we (laughs) don't know if it is your butthole or Jennifer Lawrence's. (laughs) That's huge. That'll be big Uh, in 20 years. Very productive. There's a, there's a, there's a, what's up? China's buying into that right fucking now. (laughs) China's sending him a text message like, yo, how much you need, bruh? Let's fucking get the, go. Get the scientists on the butthole technology immediately. <laughs> Yo, so there's a scene in the angry video game nerd movie where he's like breaking into somewhere. It's like Area 51 or something. And he knocks out the guard and he there's like a, a scanner and he like picks him up to like get his eye scanned and then it's it's not working. So when he stare like he looks closer at it, it says like rectal scanner. So he has to like get the guy's pants down and like get his butt cheeks spread or whatever and then get it scanned to, to get into the place. Jesus Christ. all right so all these albums are new uh there's not a whole lot uh to be said uh about them at least like in the blurb i mean uh what did we land on what did we land on you tell me you got the you got the meat wheel you have the meat oh all right 
All right. So uh, 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 this is Buried Alive. Our Own Light is a 15-track record released in 2022, coming in just under 53 minutes long. It's the band's fifth studio album and contains the singles Paranoid, Sit There Like a Lemon, Our Own Light, Hugo, and Barbarians. That's really the extent of what I have to say about most of these. There's not a lot of information uh, on these albums online. Uh, Rob, what do you think of Our Own Light? So I was going to say this is my least favorite of the week, but like I, I've been listening to it a bunch and it turns out I like it more and more. Okay. A couple of things about Buried Alive in general. Like, so my, my brother likes Buried Alive too. And he says that he would like to record them, like record for them because his complaints are sometimes their guitar tone is like the line six presets and they should have an actual drummer and uh, a couple other things. And I think um i think he's totally right like uh the drums bother me in a few points but more importantly i have issues with the production of this album there's a couple of different times i wish the rhythm guitars were louder um but um i I, yeah i i I, uh and i don't know if this is my favorite buried alive album Uh, oh and um one issue i have i didn't know if this was during earlier in the week i thought this was lame and i changed my mind i actually think it's cool okay there's a couple of times where um he pairs songs next to each other that kind of like refer to each other and i didn't know if he was running out of ideas and ripping himself off i don't think that anymore now i now to me it's like he's like evolving his thought over time and he's showing uh it's it's kind of like watching somebody you know like i i have like multiple moods throughout the day i'll be happy i'll be mad i'll be happy i'll be mad and i'm seeing this throughout his album and so i relate to it and i think it's awesome whereas earlier in the week i thought this he like am i and like is he okay is he uh <laughs> you know you listen to the lyrics of i hate guitar and it's just like okay are you miserable am am i forcing you to play guitar and you don't want to play guitar am i am i causing your life to be awful i don't want to feel this way so I, I didn't know what to think of that but you know the song before it icy hot is like i love playing guitar i am um, um, I put Icy Hot on both wrists and it helps me play guitar. It's better than track marks. And then the, the song after that is uh, I Hate Guitar. And it's just like, I know I know exactly what he's, what he's talking about, actually, because I experience all the same, like, um, like I quit music f- so many fucking times throughout my career as a musician. And like, I, I haven't, I didn't play for eight months this year and I'm playing guitar again. It's the, I, I know exactly what he's talking about. It's so frustrating and yet it adds so much to my life. So I get it. And then there's, um, between barbarians and the song right after it, Hawaiian punch, there's like, uh, love life is a mess it's imperfectly fine and then love is a mess it's imperfectly fine so one of them is about like life and one of them is about romance and um so uh to me i i was wondering if that was lame i think it's cool because he's like um he's finding like threads throughout his entire life and uh, i don't know and then one thing I liked about his previous albums was the big ego he sometimes had where he'd say shit like um Make it so that their biggest flex is that they used to know you. I I, I loved his big fucking ego um, about that, and I don't know if you, I think um, at times he's he's more he seems more depressed on this album, but he still has like glimpses of it, uh, and I think it's healthy for his perspective to change about uh, time a bit too. Uh, okay, I'm I'm blanking on the exact example, but yeah. Anyways. Um, Oh, another thing that 
on, on those subjects, yeah, Hugo is a, um, a single that came out in 2020. And some of these uh, are singles that we talked about on our last episode about them. Um, I still, so, uh, so some of my favorites are still paranoid and sit there like a lemon. Probably my favorite song on this album is melancholy. I think that song has awesome, like guitar solo leads. They're like, this is what I love about buried alive is like, he's so good at, at, at lead lines and like, they can be, they can be super expressive and full of notes and, uh, unusual stuff, but also catchy. And I don't know how many people, uh, like on earth do it as well as he does i i just think that he has he has something special going on here and yeah i loved melancholy i loved this the, the sound of it i love the lyrical content uh you know he's going he's going on trips and he's getting on fist fights and he wants to talk to his girlfriend uh i fucking i don't know i i thought i, I thought i hated this album i thought it was like uh um poorly produced and uh okay it's 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 hard putting it against some of these other albums because i think the drums are weakest on this album compared to the other albums we listen to uh but you know this is this is a couple making music on their computer whereas the other bands are like mid-career professionals or whatever with actual drummers and stuff so <laughs> yeah so yeah. Uh, i uh I, I i like this album a lot more than i thought i did i place it third out of out of the four and that's it yeah i like this record quite a bit um <clears throat> there's a lot of like vocally i think this album is awesome uh and there's so many great melodies throughout it um so last time we checked uh in on buried alive i believe paranoid was a new single at the time uh, still an awesome song i fucking love it uh it's still great one of my favorites on the album and so the puns in this are still out in full force i hate the album artwork for this it's not that it's bad but they have such great awesome ridiculous ridiculously drawn artwork and then to mm. see something like this it's like no fuck this get one of those <laughs> other ones and if you look at the new single that they have like greater or whatever that one has awesome artwork too uh so anyway get that back that shit's great all right so there's okay part of this album yeah you're right it's like depressing almost so as i'm listening to this it's like okay did this guy get divorced is he quitting music what is going on here so this guy i don't know what's going on in his life but somehow he has lots of drama uh he's talked about this stuff in the, on the previous uh, albums people saying like you speed up your music so one of the songs that you had brought up was icy hot which is one of my favorite songs on this record uh it should have been a single there's for all these records that we're talking about they're obviously rel relatively new so They'll probably be putting out singles from this stuff going forward. Um, but Icy Hot, right? Uh, one of the best messages on, on the album, people talk shit. They're hating on what you're doing and you're not giving up. Uh, I, I really love that song before that, Melancholy. I do love that song, but the first verse of it, right? Always makes me laugh because it sounds like white people problems. He says, <laughs> it's midnight. I just got sick mid-flight. I tried to get some sleep, but damn, these seats are too small. It's like okay, uh, that's yeah. that's yeah, that's that's why that's that's first world problems right there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that makes me laugh. But the song is legit. So this guy's a vocalist, getting better and better. I don't. I'm not meaning to say like he was ever bad, but you can tell like he's doing it, been doing it a lot. He's fucking great at it. Um. And as usual, everything's on point here. The guitar is fantastic. Um. There's just like I said, there's so many great melodies through this through this album. Sit there like a lemon, another one of my favorites. Bass in that song is awesome. Uh, barbarians so sometimes we're getting these slower things which i'm not the biggest fan of but they are really well done and again like they have these really great choruses with fantastic melodies some of these i've been humming all week you know i've been pissing back off because it's like the same 10 second fucking loop for 
five hours. Uh, the song starts off with the title track, Our Own Light, which is great. The singing shines on that song. Uh, Hawaiian Punch. Uh, vocally, that's one of them that uh, people will remember probably immediately. He speaks the truth on that, on this song. He says, uh, no one's happy as they seem online. Yeah. Cannot be, like, that's so true. Everyone's always like, oh, but my fucking life is amazing and nothing is ever fucking wrong. Uh, another one of my favorites on the album. And then, like I was saying about Paranoid, like I cut my own self off, but the line, if life's so peachy, then why am I paranoid? Just puns on puns on puns and it works so well. I don't know. The, this record, it's not my favorite, but it it's good. It's awesome. Uh, Jomo, what do you think of this album? Dude, when you said white people problems, I was like, yo, for sure. Um, <laughs> for yo, sure. That line is so when, white people problems. When you're crying about how big the seat is on the plane, <laughs> there yeah. are kids start. Joseph Coney is putting kids mm-hmm. to work mm-hmm. <laughs> fighting a war somewhere in Central Africa and th- there's yes. kids dying but you're crying about okay fair enough you're crying about a fucking plane seat I guess life yeah. is tough my friend life must be <laughs> tough um he- he- here's here's what I got to say all right so not the worst album of the week but still it's not great I enjoyed Buried Alive when we covered them uh, originally we covered Buried Alive as just a solo episode I was uh, kind of dogging I don't think I was dogging on fucking uh, Rob Fortune but I was like oh well <laughs> what is this Buried Alive what is this about <laughs> and I thought okay man it's creative whatever um, it's good it's just not very good anymore okay <laughs> <laughs> The fruit puns only go so far for me anymore. Um, can he talk about like ass eating or dropping the mochi completely? <laughs> talk, talk about like have a ass eating peach like fucking um, music video where yeah. it's like, you know, mm-hmm. that double entendre or like, you know, that little, you know, make, make me believe you're talking about something worth a while because I fucking hate <laughs> I hate vegetables as it is. Um, mm-hmm. you know, when you try to shove broccoli down a kid's mouth, it's like, you know, trying to get, it's basically like you're getting molested by your uncle, right? It's not good. Okay. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't advocate for that. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is, I'm, I'm getting fucking canceled. Uh, the dude, <laughs> the dude, I mean, I, I think him and his, his wife are talented. Um, they got a great idea. They, they cornered the fucking fruit rock market. Like it's <laughs> like, they're like, they're the fucking slash of fucking, uh, <laughs> The dull, dull fucking fruit industry, man. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, but it's be, to me, it's more po- very pop rockish, and I just can't dig it that much. Um, it, it, you kind of lose me when you introduce some of when it's oversaturated with the electronic EDM kind of style, kind of like the um, the simulated rock uh, drum tracks, the 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 electronic effects. I don't like it. The singing is lackluster. Um, I don't enjoy the rock prog fusion. It's off-putting to me. I'd rather get molested by Josh Duggar and then have to listen to this album again, okay? I just don't want to listen to it again. Um, the, dude, the dude needs more breakdowns. I want some more breakdowns. I need blood in the pit. That's all I'm saying. Thank you. So, puns here. We got Paranoid, Barbarians, uh, Go Pluck Yourself, Poisonberry, Jucifer, Silence of the Yams, a limelight really isn't a pun, uh, and then melancholy. So yeah, they're, they're here. Uh, Jomo, you're right. They have the the fruit. What did you call it? They have the, the they they cornered the the fruit pun uh, music market. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, song on here, go pluck yourself. I love that it's called that. But the chorus, he says, go fuck yourself. 
Uh, one of my favorites on the album, Shredding is fucking great in it as well. Oh, and at the end of the song, there's there's piano playing and there's strings. And that's just like the cherry on top of just a banging song to begin with. Uh, Sipping on Mercury is right after that, not my favorite. Uh, but it's not that it's a bad song, it's just personal preference. Uh, someone somewhere will say that that's their favorite song on this album. So I know what Jomo's saying about wanting more breakdowns. Uh, three of, it's not that the music isn't heavy, it's like it's not aggressive you know especially even some of the other bands we're going to listen to today it's not very aggressive metal um and that's what's kind of setting it apart i think from some of the other stuff but i agree i mean i want i want more of a harder edge on a lot of things than like the the mashuga stuff that we listen to i mean that's like heavy as fuck always mm -hmm. there's definitely light parts in it i don't want to get too far into we'll talk about it in a minute but yeah it's, it's i know what you mean when you say that uh poison berry one of my favorites uh chorus is is very possibly the best on the album he says uh i said i'd be your lifeboat uh then we both started to sink so i hope you don't need saving just as much as you think that line is one that i've been humming all week it's fucking great um uh hugo is a song i really don't care about if it didn't exist i wouldn't miss it and then um limelight has some of my favorite guitar playing on the album it's a really beautiful song so yeah this record is good good for them what what they're creating out of like their house is awesome they have music they have music videos they have great artwork they have merchandise that you can buy i think when i was on their website last they said a beer company partnered with them and now they have their own uh line i don't know how many there are but they have some beer that has their name on it so they're creating this business um from home and it's awesome good for them he's a great guitar player i know that people shit talk this guy all the time because they say he speeds up his music like he plays it slow and then speeds it up which i don't think he does but yeah i don't know i, li I like these guys a lot um this is a record i would probably actually put on and just listen to out of the blue um so yeah they did a good job uh does anyone uh, what, does anyone want to say anything else about this record um yes uh not related to this record though however mm -hmm. so rob fortune you got anything else to say though um well I, I know that there's a joke i don't remember who said it but it was like um a pop punk band and a country band will both say, I am never going to leave this town. And they have a very different like emotional connotation behind uh, that. And I know that there was a there was a time I was listening to this album this week and I heard this like. <laughs> I just uh, I, I it made it made me think back to uh, being a certain age and be like feeling like I was trapped in a certain town and I needed to fucking leave. And uh, so I've made the full circle in my own life. I was the pop punk kid who needed to leave town. And right now, if they made me move back to my hometown, I'd be okay with it because uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, so I've, I've gone from a pop punk kid to a country adult without even trying. That's it. Hell yeah. Un unrelated to uh, Buried Alive. I take back my fuck, Mary kill. The first time in Renaissance <laughs> history, Nora Jones, okay. Nora Jones had way too many uh, taquitos and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm reviving Allison Hannigan. Uh, <laughs> she, she's been blessed. Nora Jones. Allah the, the body's still warm. Uh, yeah. The body's still warm. That's all that matters. Prop her up. <laughs> put, put her, put her right next to the water heater during winter. It's all right. And uh, Nora Jones. Bye-bye. She did eat too many taquitos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's read some YouTube comments. First one, can we take a second to appreciate how far this man has come as a vocalist? Yeah, he kills it on this album. Uh, another absolute masterpiece. Um, it might replace Fool's Gold as my favorite album, which is one of their previous. 
Uh, Jesus, the guitar player in this is God tier. Excuse me, the guitar playing in this is God tier. Mm. Uh, next, Our Own Light could easily be a radio hit if the radio played good music, that is. Mm. And lastly, this is so fucking epic. Really cool. You guys are still doing metal. So, yeah, good for them. Another, uh, another successful release. That metal should be air quotes metal. <laughs> metal. <laughs> well... It, it's a different style, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, we ready to spin the wheel? You yeah, spin, spin me right round, baby. This is the this is the meat spin wheel. Meat so spin go there, and watch to a thousand spins, and <laughs> Amazon will automatically know your address and send you a gift card for fifty dollars. <laughs> no, no need to register, bro. We got your IP. <laughs> 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 all right, next is Meshuggah. Fucking. Oh, all right. Uh, Immutable is a 13-track record released in 2022, coming in just under 67 minutes long. It's the band's ninth studio album, reaching number 113 on the U.S. Billboard 200 and number one on the U.S. Top Hard Rock Albums chart. And contains the singles The Abysmal Eye, Light the Shortening Fuse, I Am That Thirst, and Broken Cog. Jomo, what do you think of Immutable? Bro, this, uh, this album is sponsored by the devil who owns fucking hell. <laughs> Holy shit. This this album was good in its own respect. Uh, critiques on this. I expected a more dark, ominous fucking album cover. The whole, it's like burning motif looks like something between a cross of, uh, uh, what you call that, uh, Slipknot versus fucking Tool. And I don't like that album cover at all. And then the dude, if you look closely, has a fucking knife on it. I know. Like, I was questioning, what's in the knife for? I, I don't get, like, dude, I get it. Like, your country doesn't let you own weapons because they're not American, which means they're terrible. But, <laughs> you know, a knife isn't going to solve the problem. Look at England. There's too many knives over there. They get stabbed all the fucking time. Um, this album made me think more of the movie uh, Event Horizon. Has anyone seen Event Horizon? Yes. Yeah, obviously. Dude, truly a dark, creepy film for me. I was just like, yo, it's not just the album cover that gives it to me. It's like the, it, it put me on that shit, man. And I was just like, fuck, man, this is just dark. It's heavy. Mashuga has like this, everyone knows Mashuga sound. It's very signature sound. Most metal heads, they fucking know it. They're like, oh, automatically, they don't even need to hear the singer. They know just the way the, 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 the guitar picking and the riffing are just, that's Mashuga. Um, it's just rough, distorted guitars, polyrhythm drums, and fucking menacing vocals. But to me, this album gives me more Catch 33 feels. So Mashuga put an album out back in 2005 called Catch 33. It was like an extended song album, like one song album, but it was just broken up into several tracks. But it, they did it like in several takes. It's just one motif of one song. And it feels very underwhelming. This whole album just I did I need more songs like Bleed and I didn't get any of those fucking songs I I just I I need that feeling of Bleed it was just power rush fucking just a mental fuck fest man for me and I don't understand the build up in they they move below it was too long of a build up it it just seems like they're just killing time to meet their contract obligation to put out an album I didn't like it these epic songs they kind of have this ruined Im they ruined the image of Meshuggah for me. All right. So if Meshuggah is going to put out more albums, they need to put out like more songs like, uh, Gloss, um, uh, new millennium cyanide cries, fucking bleed. I want not the same song, but I want something that's akin to it. Uh, I, it's just, it's not doing it for me. So 
I wouldn't say this is the worst album. This is like my second favorite album for the week. Uh, good songs if you're going to listen to them. Uh, the Faultless and and God Sees and Mirrors. Both are brutal. They have brutal riffs. The vocals are heavy. I was just very disappointed by the percussions on this album. I, I still love Thomas Hockey, but it, was just, it wasn't there for me. Drums were fucking lacking on this album. It wasn't enough for me. So it's really crazy how far metal has come, right? Uh, Meshuggah in 2022 has an album out that has four singles on it. It's, it's insane. Like, look at Meshuggah back in the 90s, and I'm going to guess that it was they, when they were originally getting popular, a lot of it was like an underground thing because I don't know any radio station that would have been playing this stuff in, in the 90s. Uh, there are three instrumental tracks on this album, and one of them is almost 10 minutes long. <laughs> Some of them are beautiful. The last one, Past Tense, that ends this album is fucking beautiful. I, it's 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 crazy like how heavy part of this album is and dark and like just brutal and then you have song like past tense that is this beautiful nice guitar playing and it ends the album so there's three instrumentals i think they could have been split up a bit more they do a lot for this record uh they don't they don't start till like halfway through so i think they could have evened them out a little more like past tense could have gone a little earlier in the track list but it does actually end the album really well uh, and uh, that song which will never be a single obviously it's an instrumental by the band uh it's banger status one of my favorite parts of the entire album the song structures on this record some of them are just ridiculous and it's funny that when you're listening to these songs most of them are like five and a half minutes long and you're listening to the structure and it's crazy uh yet this album has four of these songs are are singles from it and good for them like this band doesn't give a fuck about making cookie cutter boring ass bullshit they make mm. what they want and you can see that th this structures alone i'm just like god damn this band has balls uh lead guitar work i love on this album it blends in really well with everything like what the last one we talked about buried alive obviously the guitar playing is kind of like the shining thing by the band i would say now it's kind of rivaling his singing because he's doing a lot more of it like i said the there's fucking melodies all over the place but the guitar is like the star there right this it's like it's more of um something like i'm trying to remember which band we talked about where uh it's kind of it's not like a solo where it's taking the spotlight it's like playing it and it's still blended in with everybody and I love that. It's just a lot of like really nice background, dissonant, haunting type shit that's being played. And it's fucking great. Quality of this album, like tone wise, recording quality and tone are fantastic. Uh, I do like this record a lot. They, one thing I, I love that they do is they have like these really hard hitting riffs and they'll play them right after like a softer part. And it, it just hits so fucking hard. So a bunch of these songs I want to see live, Broken Cog. That, that song, it, like so many of these songs breathe because they're so long and there's not singing constantly through them. That's like another thing that they have these longer songs with different structures. There's a bunch of parts that are just instrumental in them and it, it, they're still uh, singles. Like Mashuga has, they've just become so legendary that this band can do whatever the fuck they want and uh, people are going to be into it. Uh, some of the best songs on here, Ligature Marks, uh, the, the main riff of that song is one of my favorite on the entire album. Like I said, it hits, it's, it hits so hard because it comes like right after the soft part in one of the, the times that it plays and everything just works so well together. Standout track, uh, needs to be a single. And then, uh, the abysmal eye, uh, which is one of the, another one of the singles from this album, uh, the playing and the length of the guitar solo is awesome. And that's another thing that I'm saying. It's just like, 
these guys don't give a shit. The guitar, you know, if you listen to, um, uh, what's the song by Nirvana? Smells like Teen Spirit. The guitar solo was like cut in half, right? When it's played on the radio. These dudes played four times as long as that. And <laughs> there's, it, it's awesome because they don't fucking care. They don't give a shit. These guys fucking do not right. give a fuck. Like they don't care about having a YouTube career. You know what I'm saying? They don't care about uh, being big on fucking Instagram. They don't give a shit. These guys play metal and they fucking are kings at it. And they slay. They're fucking great. I love that a band has been going for this long and they're still metal as fuck. Rob, what do you think of this record? I think it's interesting that like, you know, a certain percentage of people who have like overheard me listen to Meshuga say like, how can you listen to this shit? It's one note over and over. Like this isn't even music. It's just like one sound like repeated, like randomly, you know, in a, in a messy pattern doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, so like, uh, uh, you know, so certain people hear only that. And then, um, you know, kind of like back to what Jomo was saying, like I, I, there, there is a couple of versions of Meshuggah, uh, throughout the decades, like, like, uh, both versions of Meshuggah, I love and give me medicine. I'm going to get into that in a second, but yeah, it's like, uh, when I listen to chaos sphere, like new millennium cyanide Christ, like those songs, I can be like, like uh, so fucking angry that I want to murder and I'll put on songs like that. And like, I'm hearing um, like a, a voice that understands me and I feel better. So it's like, uh, so, so yeah, they, 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 they do have this ultimate like energy fucking thing. And then um, this album is, is uh, I've been doing yoga to this album on and off all year long. Uh, I'm glad to finally talk about it with the bros. And um, some some of the other Meshuggah albums, I do yoga to too. And you might say like, why would you listen to like a bunch of screaming devil music with like double bass and all this to do yoga? And it's just like, to me, uh, my best explanation is I come to a, a point of peace within myself listening to Meshuggah, especially some of this um, slower Meshuggah. It's like um, if if the world outside is a fucking nightmare mess of lying and uh, like uh, w human bullshit, uh, warfare and whatever, then listening to Meshuggah is like, OK, whatever's going on out there fucking fuck them like you can have your own sane life you can recognize the insanity around you and you know see the uh you, you feel at home in your own body and so that's how like doing yoga to mashuga has been a perfectly zen uh wonderful experience so i fucking love mashuga and i have like i remember in 2002 listening to destroy race improve which is their 1995 album and chaos fear 1998 i fucking loved mashuga back then they were uh, my favorite or at least top three band at the time and i still fucking love mashuga can you fucking imagine a band that like was putting out top tier fucking metal in 95 yes. and is still making awesome fucking albums in 2022 like what fucking masters these guys are so i fucking love this album uh broken cog is a favorite ligature marks uh, is probably my favorite of of the um especially the ending of ligature marks um Meshuggah will do this thing where it's like super heavy but also spacey and i just feel like my um it's it's like i astral project as i'm listening to it i'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to something that's beautiful but dark and um fucking i don't even know i fucking love look at your marks and um what else did i want to say i'm gonna i'm gonna put 
this as my second favorite of the week. Um, th this one, I have to kind of be in the mood for it. Uh, you know, as with all Meshuggah, I think. Um, um, uh, some, uh, so yeah, I, I love this album. It's my second favorite of the week. That's it. Oh, fuck yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, the instrumental I was talking about before, <clears throat> the 10-minute one, it's called They Move Below. I'm wondering why there was no vocals on that song. It seems like it could have uh, been on there. Maybe the guy was like, yo, I don't want to sing a 10-minute fucking song. No, the other instrumental, Black Cathedral, it's like two guitar... It's, first of all, it's like guitar players' wet dream on this album, right? It's like two guitar players, just uh, uh, multiple, well, multiple guitars, uh, tremolo picking for like two minutes. One's higher than the other. And towards the end of the song, I can't even tell what's going on, if they're just strumming or they're picking or what, but it's fucking awesome. Another highlight of the album for me. So I need to, I said this, I'm pretty sure I said this last time. I'm going to say it again. I need to go through this band's entire catalog. Mm. Yeah. So when you said like, who's creating top tier metal in the nineties and now, uh, we did talk about, um, fucking, what was Napalm the metal? Death. Napalm death. They're still yes. doing it, but yes, yeah. uh, definitely bands go soft at points. A lot of them. Uh, so, but there are some that, that do it. And like I was saying, these guys, they're legends, right? When we talked about them before, I, I believe at one point Rob was saying like two of the most influential metal bands from the 90s are Tool and Meshuggah, right? Mm. And Tool is one of the biggest bands on earth. And they've been huge for fucking years. Like everyone is always talking about and jizzing about Tool. But Meshuggah is like that band that is insanely popular, but it's more on like the down low a lot of the times. Uh, so a couple other songs in here I want to talk about. So, oh, Jomo was talking about the drumming. Uh, Second to last song, Armies of the Preposterous. Uh, drums are awesome in that song. The double yes. bass comes yes. through so clearly. One of my favorite parts of the whole album. No. Uh, uh, Kaleidoscope, a banger of a song. Guitar work on that song is awesome. Uh, it's one that I want to see live if I ever see these guys. Uh, so Light the Shortening Fuse, that song, that's when I was like, yo, this song has huge fucking brass balls. One of my favorites, no-brainer single. And then a song after that, Phantoms, is another one that I want to see live. Just love everything about it. This record is awesome, and I just love seeing when a band has been around this long, they still don't give a fuck. They have no intention of ever going soft. Everybody here just seems like they work together so well, right? Like I was saying, the guitar isn't standing out like a guitar solo would in like an 80s fucking arena rock band or whatever. It's like everything is working together. Everybody is, this is like a team effort. No one is sticking out like more than other people to be like, Oh, Hey, look at me, look what I'm doing. It's just like, mm -hmm. it's just, it's like a soup, a stew and everyone's contributing and it just is mm -hmm. all together and it's fucking beautiful. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't really compare this to too much of their other stuff. I haven't listened to enough of it, but I, I loved listening to it. It was great. Uh, let's read a couple of YouTube comments. First one says Meshuggah will always be my favorite jazz band. I'm going to guess that's a meme. <laughs> that started like 20 years ago. Uh, next one said, what's up? You will have to listen to more of their albums. You'll know exactly what they're, they're oh, saying okay. when you hear it. Okay. Yeah. I uh, said it before. I'll say it again. I love the fact that this band never massively changed their sound or went soft. Every album has a distinctive sound to it, but each one is still heavy as fuck, and you can tell it's Meshuga. Uh The way the rhymes, excuse me, the way the rhythms twist and contort around the main riff is such a bliss to listen to. I don't remember which song that is in reference to. Uh, next one, nothing comes close. I'm in awe. And lastly, Meshuggah isn't my favorite band, but I do acknowledge that they are the greatest band on the planet. You don't think so? Mm, no, there's only one great band of all time, but whatever. Oh boy. Yeah, we know. Here we go. And it's not, it's not Guns <laughs> N' Roses. 
Yeah, we know who it is. And on episode 100, if we live to there to that day, we'll we'll experience. Yo, it. I'm I'm praying for the comet. I want the comet to hit us. We're so fucked. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, after wow. episode 100. After after episode 100. Okay. Yeah, then bring on the comet. <laughs> bring on the you comet! Blue, you blue balls us too long now for the comet to come <laughs> and kill us now. And it's, it, you, you ever get blue balls by someone and then you have sex with them finally and you're just like, this was fucking garbage. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? I don't think, uh, no, I don't, I don't think I've ever thought that, but. I, I have. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Jonah, did you notice how well I've been pronouncing things? Dude, I, were you been reading a fucking dictionary or you got a fucking speech Dude, therapist finally? I I was I was reading so I'm reading a book now the first book in like ten years it's the uh, <laughs> the new Nightmare Before Christmas uh, book uh, it's like a young adult novel and they talk about like making out and stuff and like holding hands it's like what the fuck is this are you gay now just say that just tell me that you're gay <laughs> just tell me that and it's fine I, I'm not gonna judge you uh, I don't know all right we're ready to move on here we want to do Polyphia next right oh shit you're right. I almost uh, read the wrong one. I, I pronounced it with autism, polyphia. Yeah, you de- you definitely were on the spectrum when you when you pronounced it earlier. <laughs> Rob had to hold back. He was like, "I'll let this motherfucker clone himself." Fucking retard. No, I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. I mean, it's one or the other. It, yeah. like, English is a fucking mess. Whatever. It is. Yeah, probably polyphia. Okay. Okay. Remember that you will die is a twelve-track record released in twenty twenty-two, coming just under forty-four minutes long. It's the band's fourth studio album, reaching number thirty-three on the U.S. Billboard two hundred chart, and contains the singles "Chimera," "Playing God," "ABC," "Neurotica," and "Ego Death." Remember, remember that you will die has eight guest appearances, including Brass Tracks, Anomaly, uh, Sophia Black, Kill Station, Snot, Lil West. Chino Moreno and Steve Vai. In addition to being released digitally on vinyl and on CD, it was also released on cassette tape limited to 1,000 copies. So uh, this album is got all kinds of crazy shit going on. I haven't heard any of their stuff before this, but I will say that having guest appearances on here is genius and uh, it works so well. And not only does it increase their selling potential of the band and this album, but like it blends uh, genres together, which is great. Uh, Hollow Teeth has been talking about doing a song with a rapper. And I just love when there are guest appearances on things, especially when you know uh, who somebody is. This entire album uh, could be a single, and I would not be surprised if every song here at some point is a single. Uh so out of so there's eight songs here done with guest appearances. So that leaves the other four that are just uh, the, their standard, uh, style. I don't mean standard, like boring, but like their, their normal style, which I'm going to, I'm going to assume that's their normal style, like, uh, no vocals and, uh, just crazy shit going on. Uh, so it gives them that, that breathing room to kind of keep the, the same feel for some people who might not be into all the guest appearances or whatever. Um, so a lot of people don't like that really hard edge of metal. You're really not going to sell, uh, your grandma on Meshuggah. However, a song on here, uh, like ABC, I would not be surprised if that song at some point has a billion views. Uh, so the, the hard edge of some metal, like I said, it, it's a hard sell. That's why it's so crazy to me that uh, the new Meshuggah album has four singles on it because like, it's, it's the stuff that you're not going to be able to sell to everybody. So when you start combining it with all this stuff, um, it, it really helps uh, to sell it, I mean. Um, so the band is great. I think my favorite member of this band is the drummer. Um, so a song like ABC, 
Uh, if there's one song on this album that people remember immediately, uh, I think it'll be that song. There's a run where she goes A to Z, A, B, C, D, E, F, all the way down. That I think is one of the most memorable parts of this. The first time I heard that, I was like, what the fuck is that? Uh, but the song blends together well. It has four and a half million views on YouTube, the, the music video. I'd not be surprised if at some point that has a billion views. Uh, it has a great chorus. It really is like, it's so if Jumbo didn't think that Buried Alive had enough breakdowns, uh, this this is again like that softer not softer like there's no metal here or no balls here but it's not the same style as something like Mashuga. uh this song oh so either someone in this band plays the trumpet or someone is someone else is is guesting on here because the first song genesis uh has uh, a trumpet in it and i love it uh there's an there's a uh an instrumental with the trumpet uh, all falls apart with the trumpet uh put into the mix which is great it's like a minute and 20 seconds uh, one of the one of the comments on that video says, "Man, who knew trumpets could go this hard?" And then at the very end, the last song, "Ego Death," which is the one that features Steve I, uh, there's tons of shit going on in that song. That's another one that I wouldn't be surprised if it had like a billion views um, in the future. Uh, always nice to hear Steve I is one of my favorite guitar players of all time. Uh, he's the king of fucking shred for a reason. Um, so everyone in that band is like showcase in this band is like showcased on that song, and they even do it in the video. So the main person. Uh, who's standing like in the front a, a lot of times when they're in the video you'll see um, them switching like who's actually in the front it'll be sitting in a chair or whatever they're doing to kind of showcase that they're the ones who are you know shredding at that point uh, and then at the end of that song there's a, the trumpet again which like closes out the album and it actually like works perfectly to do so uh rob what do you think of this record so this is a band I've been following for a while. Like they, they have a song called Goat, which I, I think is one of my favorite uh, you know, songs of this genre. Um, to me, it was something that was super progressive and full of, um, you know, stuff I wasn't expecting, but also catchy. So like I, that's a song I've listened to. I don't know how many dozens of times. And I think this is my favorite Polyphia album, like uh, a, a lot of their previous albums contained a lot of fast gibberish and i feel like this album felt more like music i feel like that's a harsh criticism from my part but you know whatever uh so okay what do i want to say here some of my attraction to this band is you know, i think i think of myself at a certain age and i've really hated a lot of music for being too simple like it's like is, is all music just power chords is that all there is can nobody think of anything to do with all the other chords that exist <laughs> well i mean like all of jazz had every other chord and whatever but you know whatever music i was listening to i was sick of and then so you, you take a band like polyphia and they use the entire guitar they have all these crazy weird chords and they you know they're uh yeah, they, they they I don't know. They're 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 doing a lot of impressive stuff physically on the guitar and um you know, I think that's part of their po popularity is uh if you wanted to really dive into the guitar and uh do a bunch of crazy shit, you could really learn a lot by listening to these guys. And one reason for their popularity is like their presence on YouTube and stuff. You know, I don't know how many uh, I, I don't know if Tim was the first one or maybe it was any of several other guys, but like there are a lot of people who will post one minute long, like new songs. Just I don't I don't I don't want to say they're full of noodling, but they'll have like a really complex like uh, thing full of finger tapping and weird chords. And it'll be a minute long. And it's just like I have spent time on Tim's YouTube and other people's YouTube just being like, okay, I wish I could play guitar like this well. And here's a guy fucking 
pl uh, playing so that I can watch his fingers. And, uh, you know, I could see getting a lot of brain food from this type of music. Like music appreciator bands have always existed, but there's something about it happening in the time of YouTube uh, where w being able to watch their fingers from home, you can you can get to the right person at the right time. I'm not always in the mood for music that's full of so many fucking notes, but in the moments that I am, I can find it on YouTube, uh, see him play it up with his fingers and then try to do it myself. So uh, there's a couple of reasons why I think these guys are so popular, but I don't know. Um, I thought I was going to fucking love this album. Uh, ultimately, I have to say it's my fourth favorite of the week. Uh, it feels like a jam band. It feels like there's quadrants and then like half of every quadrant is people playing fills. Um, hmm. Maybe that's uh, a harsh criticism, but I just feel like... Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't really feel like these are songs most of the time time i just feel like it's like they're 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 filling full of fast notes uh fucking i don't know um i did want to say uh abc when I, when this when uh sophia black says fuck i think of marissa tomei when she's giving mickey rourke a lap dance and then she has to leave and she whispers fuck into his ear i fucking mm. love that scene oh, yeah. and that's what i think of when i hear her say fuck and then later on, she says shit. And what I think of is Jomo on the toilet taking a shit. And then she comes <laughs> in and points at him and says shit. Yeah. So I liked, it, I liked it better when he said when she said fuck. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, there's there's a, quite a bit of riffs on this album that are are crazy. So if you listen to the song The Audience Is Listening by Steve I, that's one of those first times I heard a riff that was so far off the beaten path that it's like it's crazy to play and it's crazier to even like come up with uh it's not surprising that they would have something that makes me feel that way you can tell that obviously they're they're well as a guitar player they're fans of steve i but you can tell that they had inspiration from him that that song specifically playing god the riff in that one just makes me think not even like they're they're close to each other but it's just i've always thought i've never forgot about that riff from uh the audience is listening and when you have like crazy whack fucking uh, riffs and songs uh that that's the first one that i ever think of um oh there's whistling at the end of playing god which i think is awesome i want more of that uh so fuck around and find out has rapping on it uh memento mori also has rapping on it and then uh chimera has rapping on it it works so well i love it there's people arguing whether the rappers are actually good uh, regardless, the combination of it is awesome. Like I was saying, Hollow Teeth is uh, attempting to do something like that. I, it's, it works so well. Like I'm saying, this album, whether people are in love with it or not, I, I would not be surprised if this becomes a, a billion-dollar album that makes these guys one of the biggest bands ever. Because Get the fuck out of here. They, because, because they're they're like metal like i said it's like a typical metal has a hard edge that a lot of people can't get past a lot of people don't want to put on pantera or put on mashuga and do uh, yoga to it mm. but they they will listen to like these people i yeah they they have there's like videos that they put out two weeks ago that have like four million views so yeah they're huge online um and i just think it's a lot easier to sell they i wasn't going to use the term but they they it's on wikipedia they said they they use parts of bubblegum pop and that's definitely in the song abc that's that's what they were going for and but it i just think it works and i think that that song could just print fucking money um what i think my favorite song in this album though is uh bloodbath which has chino moreno on it 
I love him. Uh, it's always great hearing from him. Uh, the guitar, the guitar solo towards the end of that song is one of my favorites on the album. A banger of a song, make it a single. Like I said, at some point, I think this entire album will be a single, uh, or will have become a single. Uh, Jomo, what do you think of this record? <laughs> How much do you hate it? Oh God, I mean, this their album sounds like the soundtrack to like Nance and Rand tripping balls on mushrooms during date night. It's like. It's like, oh, let's get freaky. Oh, I don't know. Am I going to put it in your ass tonight? Oh, let's try these bad boys out. <laughs> Who's a silly goose? Uh, no one's a Jumbo, silly what goose. what the fuck is wrong with you? Dude, <laughs> I, I fucking hate this album. It's fucking dog shit. Um, Steve Vai contributing to this album is akin to Charles Lindbergh being a Nazi sympathizer. Um, it's, <laughs> not, it's fucking terrible, man. Like he, when, he, when I saw that he was part of it, I was like, oh, great. Here we go. I can't wait. Can't wait to hear this. And I was just like, okay, why are you working with them? You know you're better than them. You know, how can someone so marginally talented dilute themselves to playing with this hack job band? I don't get the collaborations with Snot or Sophia Black. This is like the Star Wars jet metal. Like, is this it's too much? I don't <laughs> I don't want to go to Genosis. Um, I'm trying to go to Dagobah so I can get training, but it is what it is. So I get molested by the little green guy. Uh, mm-hmm. this is a soundtrack to a non-binary pansexual furry engaging in a pegging <laughs> session for fuck's sake it's too much it's too fucking much I don't I I get that they're talented I get that they're organized but it's just too much by far this was a tough album to listen to dare I say a complete waste of fucking time it's not for me <laughs> okay Tell us how you really feel, Jomo. I got to take a shit. So, so one of the comments on the ABC song says this needs to be the future of pop music. Okay. Uh, the song on here called Reverie. Uh, the song is catchy as fuck. It has like this pop riff mixed in. I'm surprised they didn't put a guest vocalist on that song and push it as a single because it easily could have been. Uh, uh, second song on here, The Audacity. Bass and drums fucking kill it on that song. Uh, I love the incorporation of electronic into it as well. Uh, there's a comment on that song that says Polyphia collecting all the musical genres to fuse with their style. Like they're a musical Kirby or some shit. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, another one of my favorites is neurotica. Uh, guitars all fuck on that song. Uh, everyone works really so well together. That's another instrumental one, but yeah, this is very, it's a very unique album. Um, they're, they're mixing everything together. Now, are you going to be getting that, the breakdown that Jum was looking for no um but like i said it's a genius move to have all the guest appearances uh and so if you go to the website pretty much everything is like sold out there with the exception of the basic one of like a cd or digital or whatever that they had like 10 million made of so yeah these guys are big they have a lot of fans people love their shit and they're they're their merging of this stuff is is getting them put into like multiple markets and good for them it's a smart move and yeah like i said if if we come back to talk about this band in a year and this album has sold 19 billion copies i'll be like i'm not surprised it doesn't surprise me because this shit can be sold to the masses in my opinion and the the guitar playing it's like the dragon force stuff where people just jerk off to it there's a part in one of the videos when he's playing and it, it shows like the guitar hero uh fucking game like while he's playing uh so it, it's going to become legendary for that 
and yeah, people are just going to be, you're getting people from all sides of music that are going to be able to come here probably and hear something they like, unless they're Jumbo and they fucking hate everything in the world. Yes. Yes. I'm a big uh, piece of <laughs> shit. Thank you. Let's <laughs> read some YouTube comments. For, uh, man, Scotty straight up killed it on this album. All his guitar parts are killer. Next one says, these guys are one major hit away from changing the way rap and rock can blend forever. I can feel it. Uh, next one says, what a backbone the drummer brings. The guy is insane. Next person says, I love all they're bringing. I love the next person says, I love that they're bringing back some of the heavy shit for this album. And lastly, we are all witnessing greatness. They will be in the history books forever. Legends. Um, yeah, they, they, to me, this album is the opposite of like a boomer record. They're, they're staying relevant. Uh, they're getting popular, getting bigger than ever. And uh, there's a lot of fresh ideas here. So, Jomo, what's up? What do you want to say? You want to go uh, take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. All right, let's take okay, a break. five minutes. Five. We'll take five. I've been trying to cha- train Eddie like a dog. Then why not going? <clears throat> why don't you just get a dog? <laughs> well, because like cats don't listen to anything. But if Eddie's upstairs and I clap my hands, he will come downstairs. So I'm getting there. Wow. wow. <clears throat> yeah, it's happened like two or three times now. Uh, so it's recent, but. Uh, even Becca was like, wow. Yeah, that's impressive. All right. We ready to talk about animals as leaders? Oh, All right. <laughs> Parisia is a nine track record released in 2022, coming just under 37 minutes long. It's the band's fifth studio album and contains the singles Monomyth, The Problem of Other Minds, Microaggressions, and Gordian Knot. Uh, the album's title means free speech or boldness of speech. <clears throat> uh, Rob, what do you think of this album? I'm still chewing. Can you talk, Jomo? Jomo, what do you think of this album? Listen, I'm going to fucking just say this. Is I got to ask this question. Is Tosin Abasi the second coming? All right? Jesus came yes. once. Tosin Abasi is next. <laughs> Holy yes. shit. These guys are like completely easy on the ears, man. Um, get, you get a full eargasm with each record that you hear from these guys, the complexity throughout any of their records is immense, bro. And to me, this record is just, again, it's capitalizing on their genius, bro. It's, it's, it's so fucking good that my retarded brain can't comprehend how well they're playing. I just, I'm in complete awe and I just lay back and just go, well, guess what? This is, I'll never be on Tosin's level. I'll never be on Javier's level. I'll never be on Matt. Uh, I've, Forget how to pronounce the name Gartska, Garska, whatever her name. Th- that dude is a fucking immense big dick. Dr- that dude's dick is so big he has to tape it. He has to tape the balls to the left side and then his dick to the right <laughs> side, bro. That's the yeah. only way that dude can walk around. Because if not, all these bitches will be taken. It, it is what it is. Like Monomyth should be played when we achieve interstellar travel. Wait, wait, wait. Excuse me. I mean travel to Lizzo's fat fucking mouth. Okay, <laughs> that's a soundtrack we're playing to Lizzo's fat fucking face. All right. There was not one bad song, bro. I and I don't. I don't say this lightly. There was not one bad song in this record. If you want instrumental complexity, big dick energy, and a band that is clearly better than Guns N' Roses. please please listen to animals as leaders all right this they're just tosin is a fucking genius bro he's just straight genius and 
noteworthy songs to talk about. Monomyth, Microaggressions, uh, Gordian Knot, and The Problem with Other Minds. My only critique is the video for uh, The Problem with Other Minds, man. It's just interpretive dance makes my dick really small. All right? I don't like <laughs> it. Uh, this is a shit that you travel to other planets to. And while you're listening, all right, no. you just you just go in there. You're you're trying to stay away from Lizzo because you don't want to be sucked down there. Okay. <laughs> uh, the technical prowess, man, of this band is completely unmatched to any fucking gent rock metal um, metalcore band that is out there right fucking now putting out music. I mean, they completely dominate just on ability complexity. I'm just gonna say this: you don't need lyrics at all. Lyrics are not needed. Just sing with your fucking imagination. That's how good this band is. Buy the fucking record. Oh, yeah. It is awesome. So I'm telling you, this album legitimately cures my ADHD when it's on. And then it comes right back as soon as I turn it off. So yeah, Joe, like Jomo said, this is like non-aggressive metal. I love working with this on the, in the background and I'm going to continue doing so. I can like focus so much more with this playing. It's this album specifically. I don't know why beautifully done i love this record uh i don't know which is my favorite this week but i really really do love this album so uh, a couple of things jomo was talking about the um the video for uh which was the interpretive dance video jomo the problem oh, one the problem with other so i was so monomyth that, has like, like a monk style one i'm okay with the monks. Uh, the, the, the video for that is, is nuts <laughs> i'm, yeah, cool, they have I'm pretty, cool with the monks they have pretty crazy uh music videos um mm. so song in here microaggressions i was gonna say like if this song needs to be a single before i realized that it was song is so tight in all regards could be the best song in the album but whenever i hear uh microaggressions i always think of south park when the 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 uh the the pc principal he's like microaggression uh so a couple comments <laughs> on that uh song uh, like these are actual comments from youtube the first one said this song is so good i no longer need uh to eat food for sustenance mm. and the next person says i'm 90 years old and this is one of the best songs of all time. Do you believe that guy, Joma? I fucking, that guy is a genius, bro. He's a genius, yeah. Uh, the song starts, this song, this album starts with a song called uh, Conflict Cartography. <laughs> I love the main riff in that song. It's, it's probably my favorite on the entire album. A banger of a song to start the whole album off. Uh, then the song after Monomyth, Red Miso. Uh, I swear there's a banjo in that song. Uh, I, I love the breakdown in that song and the lead guitar is like hauntingly fucking beautiful. This album is awesome. Uh, Rob, what do you think of this record? So this is far and away my favorite. Uh, you know, I, I, I listened to this album probably 50 times this week. I fucking love this album and this album, like I can listen to it in any mood. And if, you know, I was saying like sometimes uh, Meshuggah is so dark that I don't want to listen to it. Yeah. I was coding this week. I was, I was doing schoolwork. I was uh, uh, driving in my car, uh, listening to this album fucking over and over and over and over. I fucking love it. I fucking love this album so much my favorite album of 2022 it has to be there's no fucking way that there's anything that i like more than this album right now oh my fucking god yeah so um i love the mood of it i love the technicality of it and now here's a reason that i love this band more than uh polyphia like i was saying like polyphia to me sounds like just fills it doesn't really sound like songs to me but like uh this album does sound like a song like there'll, there'll be genty stuff and then there's a solo over it and to me this is like a per perfect melodic thing where everything works together rather than competes with each other so it's uh, i don't know there's so much 
beauty and there's so much like technical technicality and and masculinity dude fucking uh we, we, i don't know if we really said this out loud but like tim from polyphia um you know his, his name is tim uh and i i hear no like con, i haven't heard any con i haven't heard anyone say you know what he is what is he, he identifies as or whatever but uh tolson goes the other direction he's fucking masculine he, he like i've he, i've seen him in videos like where you can see the bulges of his muscles oh he's, yeah dude, dude's fucking ripped he's a fucking man and here's an example of a guy who like has a reputation for being at the top of the fucking pyramid and it's not fucking it's not oh oh overblown or whatever he actually is as good as people say i don't know how many like amazing guitarists i've say i've heard say they look up to tosin uh just tons of people do and uh he he is as good as people say he is now uh, he has an eight string guitar and usually when people have like absurd guitars and like you know or probably more famous example is like every drummer in the 80s who had a 40-piece drum set uh 90% of people with drum sets that big don't use 90% of their drum set it's just a dick showing like look how good I am because I have a lot of objects in front of me it's like most <laughs> yeah. of you are, are a fucking joke but like um Tosin Tosin uses his his whole guitar now you, and you, you you can watch videos of him on YouTube where he'll be using a pick to to do like sweeping and stuff like that you know normal for a guitar player and he's fucking amazing at it and then he'll like tuck his pick away way and play with his bass uh play with his thumb like a bass player like he'll do this thing you know it's like down up down up and so he's using his thumb to do that like a bass player and so like him having a guitar that's a guitar and a bass at the same time it makes total fucking sense he is both he's doing he's i i, I don't know how he does it and how he does it so well uh but i just i'm so fucking in awe of of how musical this album is there's so many riffs that leap out at me now there there are so few things that we listen to this week that are actually catchy we listen to a lot of like physically impressive stuff but there's so many moments on this album that i actually that i get a body high because like i just my reaction to hearing this is just like it fucking lights me up it gives me energy it fucking sustains me that comment about not needing to eat food anymore because you have animals as leaders yeah me me fucking too this i got uh i got body highs from so many so uh, songs so i think red meat red miso at stutz or fall uh monomyth Aggressions. It's hard to fucking pick a favorite song, but like I've listened to this album so many fucking times. It's so fucking good. The solos are so good. The, the rhythm guitar is so good. The drums are so good. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> uh, that's it. It is awesome. Jomo, do you have the track list in front of you? Dude, I, I, I you're gonna ask me to fucking. <laughs> You're gonna ask me to pronounce this shit, and you know what? I, I'm gonna okay. call. I'm gonna call. Wait, hold. I'm gonna call like racism on this shit. <laughs> yeah. Why is it, it racist? It's because I'm Hispanic. All right, so I'm gonna pronounce it the way I think it. Okay, conflict cartography. Cart yeah. cartography. All right, monomyth, red miso, Gerstazerfall, <laughs> Asahi, which is actually a Japanese beer. Um. Uh, the problem of other minds, thoughts and prayers. Which fuck you if you keep if you keep me in your thoughts and <laughs> prayers, you go fuck yourself. Um, microaggressions <laughs> and Gordian knot. So yeah. okay, so I, I, I could awesome. bring I could bring uh, Adolf Schwarzenegger to pronounce that. No, but, it's, yeah. it's uh so wait the 
the one after the German name, whatever that is. Asahi, is that how you As pronounce that? Asahi. 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 Okay. Anyway, the, it, listen to that song, right? The intro. And tell me it doesn't make you think that the bass from Living on a Prayer is about to start Bruh. playing. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, listen to As I'm listening to it, I was like, yo, that bass is about to drop. Yeah, I just got yeah, mind fucked right now. <laughs> I know it's this beautiful two, like, two minute piece of music. It flows right into the problem of other minds. Awesome. One of my favorite parts of the album. Uh, someone's comments on the problem with other minds says the only issue I have with the song is that it isn't longer. Uh, there's some banging drums in that as well. Uh, drums and Gordian Knot are awesome uh, too. That song needs to be a single. Like the world needs to hear that song. Ends the album perfectly. Like yeah, this record is so tight. It's just so well thought out. I don't know. It you you can't fuck with this album. If you ever meet someone who says this this record sucks balls, don't don't ever talk to them again. Let let yeah. them fucking die in peace somewhere. Right. Uh, <laughs> die painfully somewhere. <laughs> uh, so. Um, yeah, this, this record is awesome. Like I said, it legitimately cures my ADHD. When I put this on, I'm off the spectrum. When it gets taken off, I'm back on the spectrum. Mm. Uh, but it's awesome. It's, it's got to be, like I was saying, I don't know what my favorite is, but this album is awesome. It's right up there. Uh, let's read some couple YouTube comments, and then we will get out of here. First, I just discovered the genre and style, and it's extremely meditative. Our next person says, this level of musicianship and creativity just completely blows my mind. Uh, this is the concept album the world needs right now, even if there isn't any lyrics. Uh, next one says, these guys take their art seriously. I respect that. And lastly, bruh, this, is just mu this isn't just music. It's pure art. Yep. Yep. These guys are awesome. They gotta, they're going to have a nice career ahead of them. Everyone respects these guys. They all love them. Everyone's on the top of their game. And this album, if I could just, any word to describe it, is tight. It's fucking tight. Everyone is on point here. Uh, does anyone else want to say anything about Parisia before we get out of here? I like that you got a speech therapist finally. That, that, <laughs> they're, they're really. I looked that up on YouTube. They're really sweet, sweet in the deal with this show, mm. man. It's improving the quality. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, what's up? T tell me to go I, fuck I, myself. I, yeah, I know. I'm, I, I, <laughs> I'll literally fuck myself. That's fine. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, this was a great week. It's nice to listen to stuff that isn't anywhere um near where i'm normally looking for music the thing of it is is i still like does any of this stuff replace my love for something like um uh, rust in peace or like 80s like thrash fucking dirty gross thrash metal no but this stuff is really cool to listen to when it comes around rob always brings awesome choices for us to listen to and this was a great week yeah glad you liked it Next week, we're listening to Give Up the Ghost. American Nightmare is what their real name is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was Jeff's choice. Jeff isn't here today, but uh, yeah, American Nightmare, and that's what we're listening to next. I'm excited. Everyone always uh, sucks that band's dick, so it's going to be nice to see why. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you for... Uh... Thank you for listening to this show. We just want to thank uh, our sponsor, Meatspin.com. Meatspin.com. And um, you know what? Uh, really, if, 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 you, if you really want to get to know us a little bit better, go to Patreon.com slash The We hope you enjoy the show. Take care. Take care.